It's time for the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email backtothebookbroadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Walland, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org. And now the broadcast. Once again, please take your Bibles, turn to Hebrews chapter 11. We're continuing our thought this week on how big is your faith. We've looked at what made the difference between these men and women in Hebrews chapter 11 and us today. Is it possible to have the same caliber of faith that they had Or is that something that's just unattainable for us? I believe we can have it. I know we can. But it requires some things of us. Some willingness. There's a price that is to be paid. We've looked at some of that already. I'll review real quickly where we've been. And we'll move on if the Lord will help us. One of the things we said that's different is that these believers made their faith personal. They took the promises of God and it was a personal promise. We too can see God work, but we're going to have to begin to claim some of the promises in God's Word. We said that they kept the right perspective. Their perspective was on eternal things. It wasn't on things of this earth. Most of us can't get our eyes off of the money that we're making to see what God really wants to do with us. We said yesterday that they were willing to pay a price, and they did pay a price. Abraham was willing to sacrifice his son He believed God would still fulfill His promise, but he was going to hold back nothing from God. And we said that if you want to have this caliber of faith in your life, it will come at a price. You'll be forever changed, but I promise you it'll be worth it. So they made their faith personal. They kept the right perspective. They were willing to pay a price. But let me say this. In trials, they persevered. You begin to look at what these men and women went through. It's amazing. The sacrifice that they made. I mean, Abraham leaving everything he knew to go out because God gave him a promise that I'm going to give you a particular land somewhere down the road. Didn't tell him where it was, what it was, how much it was. Abraham just believed and went. Later on, Abraham's asked of God to sacrifice his son. God was just testing him. But Abraham didn't falter. There's a verse in Romans that talks about Abraham staggered not at the promise of God. It amazes me how their faith, it was so strong. And I just wonder, is our faith at that point? 
You begin looking at what they went through. The suffering that they dealt with. Moses and the children of Israel dealing with the the slavery of Egypt. The martyrs that we read of in verses 32 through 39. Verse 36 begins to tell us of some and others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings. Yea, moreover, bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn asunder. Were tempted were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, notice this, received not the promise. You mean to tell me that all that they went through, they still didn't get it? But they were convinced of it. We read in in verse 13, These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. They had their eyes set on things of eternal value. And they, their faith was so strong that even if it did not come to pass in their lifetime, they believed God and knew that it would come to pass one day. You know, we do the same thing. <laughs> one day my faith is going to be made sight. One day I'm going to see my Savior face to face. One day we're going to hear that trumpet blow. I believe it's going to be very soon. The rapture will happen. We'll be caught up to heaven with our Lord and Savior. We'll get to spend time with Him. It's coming. I believe it. I know it. My faith is rested in the Word of God. I've got the promise of God on it. Nothing's going to shake that. Hallelujah. But for a little bit, we're just going to have to persevere. If the world keeps going the way it's going, we're going to suffer persecution. God's going to test us at times. There's going to be enemies we struggle with. But we're just going to have to keep on plugging along. That's what they did. When hard times came, they weren't about to give up. They weren't about to quit on God. The majority of Christians today, the moment they hit a hard or rough spot, they quit. How can God do big things with us when He can't trust us to stay faithful? If we want to see God do great and mighty things through our lives, we're going to just have to persevere. I want to point this out as well. Not only did they make their faith personal, not only did they keep the right perspective, Not only were they willing to pay a price, and not only would they persevere even through trials, but I want to make this statement. Their faith, it was a lifestyle. See, some of us, we we have it all wrong. We've got it all backwards. We think of faith as, you know, just an instance where I've believed in God. Or just, you know, just a... A intellectual agreement with something, you know, the body of faith, or, or this or that. Faith 
for us, you know, sometimes it's just one small action or something we need at periods in our life. But faith for these people, it was a lifestyle. Think about this. This, I love this. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. Their faith was so strong. Let, let me just say it this way. <laughs> the, the, the faith, it dominated their hearts. It was what occupied it. For some of us, our hearts are set on worldly things. Our affections are on the things of this world, the material things that we can gain, rather than on the promises of God. We need to get our hearts right with God. We need to fall in love with Him again. Their faith, it dominated their hearts. Those promises, they were so special to them. So special that it took up all their life. It dominated their speech. It's all they talked about. It's all they were concerned with. It dominated their actions. They lived their life. All that we see recorded of them, all that it's about, was the story of their faith. Living just to please God. I hope you get what I'm, I'm trying to get at. I hope you can see it. If we want to see God do some great and mighty things in our life, if you want to see God's promises begin to be fulfilled in your life, then it's time to get serious with God. It's time to make faith your lifestyle. Not just a once a week ordeal or once a day ordeal. No, it's a lifestyle. It's who we are. It's all we're about. Let me say it again. It is all about Him. Nothing else matters. I don't care how rich you are or how poor you are. I don't care what you've got. I don't care what you think your abilities are or what position you hold in this world or what political office you have. Not a single thing of it matters in the grand scheme of things. It's all about Him. I believe that we have access to the same power that they had. I know we do. God's Word is clear on that. But they had some things that many of us are afraid to implement in our lives. They took the promises of God and they made them personal. They kept the right perspective on things of eternal value. They were willing to pay a price of everything they had to attain the reward that Christ had to offer. They're willing to keep their faith 
no matter what they had to go through. They were willing to make their life about one thing, and that was pleasing God and fulfilling His will. I want you to notice one other thing in closing. We get to the end, it says, And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. But here's why. God having provided some better thing for who? For us. That they without us should not be made perfect. You see, all these believers we've been reading about, they were in the Old Testament. They didn't have the fulfillment of Christ dying on the cross. They didn't see the fulfillment of the church. Everything they saw or looked to in faith, we are have seen already or are seeing it be fulfilled before our very eyes. Can I ask this question? Why is it that while we have more sight than they ever had, we can't see? We have so much evidence that abounds from the promises of the Word of God. Yet, faith in our experience, it fails. We have, we have so little. Why is it that while strength is available, we could see the power of God through faith, yet weakness prevails in our land? I know that faith can accomplish big things. I know we have some mighty big promises of God and God's Word that are given to us, us that we can claim as a personal promise. And God could do great and mighty things. The question is, who, are, who is there listening to this today that would be willing to say, you know, I'm willing to take those steps of faith I'm willing to surrender myself. I'm willing to make it personal. I'm willing to pay that price. I want to go on with God. I want to see Him do some great things. And I believe, I know, that the only way we will see that happen is to apply the things that I've given this week in our lives. We serve a mighty big God. It's time we expect some great things from Him. You've been listening to the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email Back to the Book broadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Wallen, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org.